We are live. <laughs> Welcome to the first right. official episode of the Jude and Tyler podcast. Or Jude and Ty, I guess. We talk about whatever things we think of. Whatever whatever things uh, we think of, whatever comes to mind, there is no... Well, there's some boundaries, but... Uh, I, I don't know. Are there boundaries? We'll see. We can edit out the boundaries if, if we come to it, but let's <laughs> let's assume no boundaries and see where we go. Yeah, so if all of a sudden you're listening and we just cut out like 15 minutes ahead, then you know it's a pretty raunchy subject. <laughs> Sorry, How's something it going? Uh, career shattering pretty yeah. well. It's, uh, it's pretty hot here, actually. Dude, it's supposed to get to like minus, or sorry, Saskatoon. Uh, it's just ingrained in my mind to say minus first. Uh, 35 <laughs> today is what it's supposed to be. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's, it's impossible that's about to what sleep. It is right now, I think. Oh, yeah. Do you have air conditioning or? Uh, no, not really. We have a window in air conditioning, which um, sucks. And uh, I it's I kind of have like redneck air conditioning right now. Like I just sweat so much and then I have a fan that just like blows on me. And then <laughs> That's not air. <laughs> kind of <Okay>. cool, cools <laughs> me down. You know, it's the same principle as if you're stuck like in a snow field or something and then you start sweating and the hypothermia happens. Right. So figure I can learn from that. Um, right. Yeah. I know. Um, like we, I didn't have air conditioning for quite a while, which is something that's new to me. Cause like in BC, it seems like everyone has air conditioning, yeah. but all the student housing at, at university of Guelph is like, there's, there's nothing. And, uh, it gets hot. It's real hot. It's like we were talking yeah, yesterday, man. Screw that. Otherwise we'd die. Yeah. <laughs> they can't have that. That's not good for business. Yeah. No, it's like the same thing we were talking right. about yesterday, where it's just uh, students, man. They just get the short end of the stick. You have to pay X amount of, I don't know, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, and you can't even put a fucking air conditioning machine in, in the units. Like, come on. What is yeah, that? or decent internet that actually works. <laughs> and you have to pay for everything. Like, it's not like there's any optional fees. It's all just, like, straight... Well, it's even like the college, man. You had to opt out of the dental plans and all that stuff. It was just like you were opted in by default, and they charge you for it. And then you have to go to them and be like, no, I actually don't need my teeth looked at because I already pay somebody to have my teeth looked at anyway. Right. Yeah, I know um, we uh, we had for a while like an opt-out system for like a lot of our fees last right. year. Um, but they it got overruled this year. Now it's you gotta pay for everything <laughs> and like all sorts of like cl weird club fees that you'd never like use. Oh weird. really? Yeah. So you just like I don't I'd own that I'd go to every single freaking club that I could go to I just like hey guys I pay for this shit I'm allowed to be here. What kind of clubs would they be? Well it'd, it'd be like it would be things that um the university would support so it's not gonna be like oh. Not gonna be like a martial arts club or some shit. It's gonna be like vagina monologues and stuff. <laughs> what the hell is a vagina monologue? Look it up, man. It's, <laughs> it's just like some uh, feminist theater. Vagina monologue. Oh, jeez, wow. There's a whole thing on it. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a big thing. It's like all. It's like a. It's a theater thing, but it's put on like all over. Canada by students. Crazy. I think it's a book too, actually. I think there's multiple books. Ebooks. Wow. Audiobooks. Wow. 
something kind of interesting happened to me uh, yesterday, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so it must not be that interesting. <laughs> Good that man. happens to me all the time. I'm just like, oh, sweet. This is going to be a great topic to talk about. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, man, I don't know what that topic was anymore. So, do you think that's bad? Like, I, I've I've gone to uh, conferences <laughs> and like gone up to like really famous scientists with uh, with questions. Gone up and been like, "Hey, I have a question." They'll be like, "Oh, okay. What? Like, what's up?" And I'll be like, "I don't remember." <laughs> and I'll oh. just drop. It'll just my brain will just completely clear itself <laughs> of anything, and I'll just stand there awkwardly, like, "Hello." Uh, <laughs> You know what? It'll come back to me. Bye. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Never. You yeah. Email them. Hey, I'm that oh, kid that nice. forgot what I was gonna ask. I finally remember what it was. Yeah, that's that's happened to me a couple times now. I thought you're like... gonna go the other way, which happens to me all the time, where you have a question and then you like finally get a hold of the guy who built it or did it, and then they're just like, yeah, I have no idea, man. And it's just like equally as annoying because, um, yeah, you you figured it all out you got a bunch of questions to ask and then you go up to them and you're just like yeah i don't know just it's like hell yeah i i've also found like when you go to ask like it depends on who it is but a lot of people that give presentations on the research and stuff they're not willing to speculate so like if you ask you'll be like hey like this is really cool i'm really interesting like this is kind of a related thing like how do you think what do you think would happen they just be like well i you know i, I don't have any evidence to draw from right it's like well yeah, but I'm just asking, like, what your opinion is as a specialist, as like, like what, what do you think would happen? You know, like, yeah. let's speculate a little bit. But um, a lot of people are careful because they they don't want to get caught saying something that doesn't make sense. Or, well, no, the higher know. position they hold too, like everybody's gonna quote them and be like, "Oh my god, the scientist doesn't know what he's talking." Yeah, about, totally, right? totally. It's it's, it's like a... it's not like I'm recording them. It's like not like you're <laughs> yeah. on the record, like it's. No, it's just, it's, it's like, the equivalent of uh, in meetings when you're just like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take that offline. We'll talk with the team and we'll take that offline and, and come back to you. And it's just like, obviously, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have it all the time. Like yesterday, there's a thing. It's just like, oh, hey, could you quote us hours on like this project or whatever? And it's just like this project going to take like hundreds of hours. And uh, it's so big and so vast. And there's so many working components. And, and they want like a specific number to put on this thing so they can go back to their shareholders or whatever right and uh it's just like man just i don't know like you just kind of throw 500 hours and they're just like oh okay cool like how'd you come up with that number and you're just like uh let me let me get back to you on that you know and <laughs> get, get back to you with a nice little uh write-up and then whatnot yeah thank god we're in the age of email where like oh yeah people are used to not getting responses right away you think that's like actually terrible? People ask me questions all the time that I do not know the answers to at all. And I think that's kind of like, oh, awesome let me, too. I'll... Like if you if you always oh, yeah, knew totally. the answer, then you'd then you'd be like at least you can admit to it, right? At least you're not gonna make up some like bullshit thing where you're just like blah, and then it's objectively wrong, and now you're in a position where like a you look like an idiot, and b the person thinks you're an idiot, and it's just like god damn it, like I hate that situation. Um, but I was gonna say like, do you think that's like a like an issue with like society today like i find it myself too like i will not answer a phone call like from anybody unless i know who it is and like why they're calling it goes straight to voicemail and if they don't leave a voicemail then uh 
then I don't call they them don't back. Get, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't answer the phone unless it's my girlfriend or my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's like, I don't know who, like, I don't remember anyone's numbers. And, yeah. like, if it's not in my contacts, I'm certainly not going to answer it. And 99% of the calls I get are spam. Yeah, I know. But like, why has that picked up so much from recent years? Like, so much recently. I don't know what's going on. What's going on. I get those, like, this is the... CRA man <laughs> yeah. all the time yeah. all the time and it's always the same one yeah it's not even like, like they're trying it's just like a, a crappy yeah, voice. No, it's electronic voice this it's like is the CRA and I think what happens is like if you yeah if you wait long enough then they'll put you on with somebody so it's like a filter for like it's a filter for the people that are that are smart enough to hang up <laughs> yeah. I like it's how like, they if have you get a past, filter yeah if you get past the automated robot then they're like oh shit we got someone that's <laughs> yeah. real fucking dumb uh, apologize to those who have got caught with a real person before. <laughs> uh, you, you might be real fucking dumb. Um, yeah, no, all the time. Like, literally, it, it was so bad, like, in Cologne, it was happening, like, three or four times a day. I actually don't think that where I am matters. My phone number's the same. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of nice with the iPhones or whatever, I'm sure, uh, Android, too, but you can just block everything. I must have, like, a 200-page list of block numbers, and I'm sure not all of them are spam. Like, I'm sure some of them are just, like, they called, like, once... No voicemail called twice, block. It's like, ah, that's not right. right. Uh, I, I've, I've seen that they'll actually, like, match the area code of my phone. Oh, so, like... Uh, um, yeah, even yeah. even though, like, I have a BC number, but I'm living in Ontario, and I still get the BC one all the time. Yeah, so I... Okay, so does that... They use your area code at have least you, a bit. Or, yeah. Do you experience any issues, like, any kind of... Because I have a BC number, and I'm in Saskatchewan now, and... um. Right. Is there, like, I get, like, long distance now when I call home or whatever, right? Which is kind of cool. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that's how it worked. Lost your... Two seconds. Hello. Hello. Oh, and you dropped. Hello. Hello. Sorry, was, hey, that, yeah. you, was that me? Uh, we both uh, dropped there, uh, but now your video's not on like it was yesterday. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I just have to enable it. There we go. There. Cool. And we're back. Uh, sorry, I, speaking of phones, uh, my watch just picked up Siri for whatever reason. And uh, this, so this, as we were talking yesterday, this is actually a headset that allows both audios at the same time. So it's got Bluetooth, and then it's got this little receiver that um, can play. So like if I'm listening to music on a computer, I can also listen to music on my phone through the same thing. It's, it's kind of weird, trippy out. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know what happened, but for some reason my phone's voice got detected and uh, it switched to the Bluetooth and then killed everything uh, okay. else on here. Um, but sorry, I was saying, uh, do you experience any issues with like your phone being a BC number in Ontario like that I should be aware of sort of thing or no? What carrier are you with? TELUS. So I'm with Kudo, which is which is Telus, right? Um, and I have had no problems. I called them up when I moved. I was like, "Hey, I'm moving to Ontario. Like, what should should I do? Anything?" And they were like, "Well, no, because we're Canada wide, so like, it doesn't actually matter where you are." Right. Okay. Like, I don't get long distance at all. Really? Um. Yeah. Like, well, I still have to put like a one in front of my. Number, but. Does that like, do if you anything? put the one in front of the two five zero, you don't you don't get the. We are connecting long distance. Oh, really? I don't is know it, why. Does that, yeah, do I get charged yeah, for that? Put, no? like, put, I don't think so. Oh, but like, put the one in front of all your contacts because then that, it just skips that little 
Damn. Like, I don't know why. What happens but... if you're local and you put the one in front of something? Uh, nothing. Just try to like go outside the system and like come back in and just <laughs> screw with them a little bit. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know why that works, but it seems to work. And so, yeah, I've, no, I've had no problems. Sweet. That's uh, good to know with the one trick. Uh, fun trick. I don't know if you know it, but if you ever sign up for free trials on an email, if you use Gmail uh, or any email, I think, uh, but if you put a plus in front of like the ads, so if you go like Tyler plus one at gmail.com or whatever, it counts as a different email, but it all goes to the same email. So like for any free trials, if you just sign up and you go Tyler da, 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 one at gmail.com, 30 days later, you can sign up Tyler plus two at gmail.com. 30 days later, you go Tyler plus three at gmail.com and uh, it, picks it up as three different emails in the system usually because it doesn't filter the but it plus, all goes back to the same one but it all comes back to gmail yeah super good for oh, testing cool. super good for free, unlimited free trials uh yeah, pro tip there that's cool um, yeah uh speaking about voicemails i absolutely hate it when somebody leaves me voicemails also oh yeah and my dad's the only one that leaves man, me voicemails. my dad too like what is with that <laughs> i don't know what that generation man that's how they did business and and, and so oh. they're just in, like inundated with with voicemail culture and the worst the worst and, uh, part of it is the voicemail is hey it's dad call me back it's like yeah every time like man just fucking text me <laughs> yeah. i have to type in a number <laughs> to like call the voicemail thing and then like listen to the to the <laughs> yeah. woman automated the robot woman say last time you left here voicemail <laughs> yeah. it was like, or or you have a message from and then they spell out the the <laughs> all the whole number takes so long to answer your voice messages just send me a text and, and it's got that text. notification until right. you get rid of it and it's sits there and it just sits there forever and it yeah, just totally. never goes away yeah yeah it's awful so okay here's a question answer. um so you border you border manitoba and so do i okay um does it exist is it real <laughs> manitoba have you ever met have you ever met someone from manitoba because i haven't I've never met somebody from Manitoba, but a lot of I see a lot of Manitobian license plates though. Do you ever you never it's see all conspiracy? <laughs> you think the it whole exist. the whole province is just there? It's to... just, yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know where I don't know who's from Winnipeg or what happens <laughs> in Winnipeg, but I've never heard of anything happening in Manitoba. Yeah, man, yeah, I never really <laughs> thought of that, but. Uh, so what do you, what like, do you, what's, yeah, like I, I hear, I, I hear about people from BC all the time, Alberta, even like Yukon, Ontario all the time, Quebec, never hear about it. Fuck all from Manitoba. <laughs> so what do you think happens when you drive through that province? Like the Bermuda Triangle where you just appear on the other side after 10 hours of driving or? Simulation. Simulation. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just a weird like dearth of, of like nothingness there. <laughs> What like what is it in Manitoba? Uh, assuming that it is a thing that exists, <laughs> like when there's Winnipeg, like there's a like a decent city, but holy, I'm looking at the map they, of it. Right do they have now. a university? There... I think. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna assume they do. University of Manitoba. Uh, they do have a university. Founded in 1877, it is the first university of Western Canada. Damn. That's pretty good. It's exactly what they would want us to think, though, if, if it wasn't real. That's know. true. Yeah, true, true. 
I'm looking at and a map Wikipedia of it. was written by crab people. Crab <laughs> people, yeah, lizard, lizard people. Man, Canada's lizard so people, big. Crab people. Like we only live in oh, like, huge. like the southern parts of it. Like everything. Yeah, past... I know. I'm, I'm like the very southernmost part of Ontario. Holy. Um, and that's actually like lower than a lot of U.S. states. Jeez. And then you got the entire Northwest Territories. There's like this giant fuck-off land of, like, lakes and stuff. Yep. Holy. You think you'd ever go, like, super North Canada? Like, do you ever think you'd ever be interested in doing a trip, like, way up there? Yeah, totally. I've been, like, northern BC, but that's nothing. I keep on going up to none of it. That'd be pretty cool. Isn't there, like, Tuktyuktuk is, like, a, up there, I think? I think so. Um, I always remember that because that was your dog's name. Yeah, that's the only reason I remember too. <laughs> that might be in. That might not even be in none of it. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just talk. How do you talk? T. It's like T U K. Tuck. Oh yeah, like Tuck Toyo Yak Tuck. Toyota Tuck. Yeah. Oh man, that is that yeah. is way uh way north. North. It's like it's like the last thing before the Arctic Ocean. It's crazy. What the population is? Damn. Yeah, that's cool. I'd, I'd be down to just like go up there for like nine hundred people. They got an airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick! That's right. their biggest attraction. I don't know Smitty's bed and breakfast, man. Next podcast. Oh fuck yeah! I bet they bed serve some good shit. Yeah. I serve some like cool northern stuff. There's a restaurant just called Grandma's some, Kitchen. Like, oh man, this probably slaps. Yeah. That would be crazy to go way up there. Have you ever, like portaged anything like with a canoe? No, I see people do it all the time because I live right beside a river. Really? Um, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I go running on there all the time. So where? A okay, nice trail so... alongside. So you're in uh, Toronto? No. Well, Brian... so it's like uh, Wellington, Dufferin. County or some shit. Guelph, let's Google it. Guelph, Guelph. So I just got Google Maps open right now. I'm very interested in our our uh, Canada, Canada. Oh, Guelph is tiny. Yeah. And the river you're talking about is just the one that goes to like Gordon Street or whatever. Yep, that's the one. Whoa, that's cool. You ever go to that lake, Guelph Speed River, Guelph Lake? Guelph Lake, yeah. That's like the only place you can go swimming in Guelph. Oh, really? Is it gross? Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, it's gross and you gotta pay to get in. What? That's another thing I'm not used to that, like, that, like we take for granted in BC is that, like, you gotta pay to get into most parks around here. Holy. I know that some parks require you to have, like, a pass or whatever. Like, um... Now there's, like, a toll booth. You gotta pay, like, five bucks. Holy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, there's a lake here yeah. uh, that we go to. Uh, my family has like cabins at or whatever. It's called Waka Lake. Um, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I wasn't expecting is how like gross that lake actually is. Like I jumped in, I basically got like a full mouth of boat gas, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is interesting." <laughs> That's so nasty. I was just explaining the other day to some people how like I used to get swimmers itch all the time. Oh yeah, swimming in Okanagan Lake, <laughs> and like I would actually disgusting that is because like it's like a legit parasite that like burrows into your skin really 
Yeah. That's like, nasty. But you get it, like you get it. I think they like live in duck shit. So like anytime you got like duck crap in the at the beach, which is always everywhere. At risk of getting those like little like red dots from the from the water. And those are like little living things that are just like messing. I think they're yeah, I think they're like tiny little like worms that like crawl in like tiny little things. Oh. Like legs. You know? That's disgusting. It could be wrong. Eggs. Maybe that's I could be making that up. Yeah, somebody please fact check us it? and tell us that we're wrong because that is nasty. Yeah. Do you know who um this chick that was just on Joe Rogan's podcast? What is it called? Oh, Ali Makoski. Don't know who. Ali McCoskey. No. Yeah, I don't know. She's like a comedian or whatever. Right? There's tons of history with them. I guess I just I was like, yeah, interesting. I've never heard of you before. And then she's like an actor in something. And then she was saying she's like on food stamps and stuff. And I was just like, how does that work? Like, well, I mean, there's no work right now for actors. <laughs> I guess COVID, but guess uh, so. if you're not like an A-list actor, don't make anything. You might be a little screwed. What about movies? Do you guys have movies right yeah. now, like in in uh, Guelph? Like, oh, uh, there's a drive-in, but wait, you were the the theaters are closed. Theaters are so closed. I think they opened the theaters here, but there's no like new movies coming out. Yeah, right. I don't think any are open here yet. What's it like the pandemic in your side of the world? Is it, are people like respecting um, it and stuff and like masked up for everything or what? Oh, we have to wear masks indoors here. Um, but like it's not really a choice. Like at university <laughs> and stuff. Uh, well, any no inside any establishment, unless it's a a place that like serves that like sells food, you have you're like legally Holy, obligated to wear a mask. Really? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I hope that's not the same here. <laughs> I think even like downtown Toronto, I think you have to wear a mask all the time. Jeez. That might not be the case, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's the case. Because you, Ontario's um, yeah, like the worst, right? Yeah. Quebec, I think Quebec, Quebec worse, is but... like, yeah, they're their own little country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do whatever they can to stand out. I don't know right? what they're doing <laughs> wrong there. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's something to do with the yeah, language. BC's just crushing it. Uh, no, actually, BC yeah, it's just, just... Like, it's so it's such a harsh language that they just have to like spit all over you when they talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are now banned in Quebec. Uh, BC okay. actually just had a pretty big uptake. That's okay. <laughs> You're totally fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to go check out uh, Montreal and Quebec City. My uh, brother just uh, yeah, just there. about had a job in Quebec, but um, they he had like a French interview or whatever and his French like wasn't up to like, like he's fluent mm-hmm. but he's not like like um, slang fluent or whatever, right? Which which makes sense. Um, I guess it's... Well, got... plus like we learned, we learned like uh, Parisian French in school. We don't actually learn Oh, like the... Um, what do they call like, it? Like Quebec French. Quebec French. I don't know. Quebec. French Canadian. French. Butcher all this Francais Quebecois. Oh, it's just called Quebec French. I didn't know, didn't know that. It's just slightly different. It's just like, it, like the language is the same, but it's just like most of the again, yeah, like the slangs are different. Yeah, um, and they pronounce things slightly different as well. Well, hell, man, I'm I, like on TikTok and stuff like that. You always see those people that are from Toronto talk about the slang there, and it's just like, man, you guys almost have your full different language just in Toronto. 
Like, there's people that will like say like, "Oh, this is what this means." I'm like, "Are you are you kidding me?" And then I'll like ask some people like, "Do you guys actually talk like that?" And just like, "Yeah, man, all the time." I'm just like, "Whoa, that's weird." Like, yeah, I miss half that shit. <laughs> I feel like it's all just like, it's just people trying to talk like Drake. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. Drake, Drake speak. It's like Leet speak, except just make it's not shit Leet. up. Yeah. Yeah, fresh, fresh. Well, neither is Leet speak, but <laughs> ah, it's, it's got a Wikipedia dumb. page at least. <laughs> and it's actually yeah. quite nice to um, uh, use that when you're writing not professional emails. You just be like, you know, do you ever want to call somebody? You skate. It's way faster to type <laughs> SK8 instead of <laughs> SKATE, you know? Skater boy. Right, right. <laughs> now, How often are you writing <laughs> skater boy in your email? Uh, it's a touchy subject. I'm really, really trying to get on with Avril Lavigne. Right. Uh, yeah, she's pretty cool. Is she? I don't. Wasn't there some? Doesn't she have like some kind of sickness or disease or something? Yeah, she's got Lyme's disease. Lyme's, yeah, yeah. Okay, what? Okay, Lyme's. Okay, here's something that I heard. Uh, absolutely terrifying, but also not terrifying. So ticks mm -hmm. have Lyme, but not all ticks, right? Is that true? Mm -hmm. Certain species that have Lyme, yeah. And it's not all. Ticks, but certain ticks of particular species will carry Lyme disease. Okay. Lyme, I don't know if it's Lyme or Lyme, but interesting. Because, yeah. like in Kelowna, I went um, on this hike. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say in Kelowna, I went on this hike. We were gonna go hike up to this lake, and we found like 15 ticks each within like an hour, and uh, we just turned around. <laughs> so we're just like, no, 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 this is not cool. I hate these things. And then I was like all freaked out, and then someone was like, oh, don't worry, I don't think these ones have Lyme disease. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, my whole life, I went knowing, thinking that if a tick, like, you know... It's like every tick. It's like you're guaranteed Lyme <laughs> yeah, disease if you get bit pretty by much. No, no, it's like very specific ticks. And, and uh, like, I've never encountered a tick, but you know what's... Really? What's, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is that there actually used to be a vaccine for Lyme's disease. And they just got rid of it or what? And, yeah, there was, like, a pub... There was, um... It was kind of like what happened with... with uh, with autism and and vaccines where like people thought it was causing uh arthritis Ooh. um and like retrospective studies have shown that like there's no relationship between it and arthritis but, but they people can't. made such a big deal out of it that it that it got like a really bad rap and ended up there was enough like um legal fees and stuff because of so many people thought it was like, the case right uh that it actually like put the company out of business that made it or at least they stopped producing it because it wasn't like financially viable Jeez, um but what's crazy it. is that they still it's still around for dogs so like most dogs oh, yeah. are vaccinated against Lyme's disease but they have to go every but humans year, aren't right i i don't think so i think it's like a i think it's a permanent one because you're talking about like whatever they get the dog to have like like to be fine with ticks right like tick medication or whatever well it's like a vaccine okay i'm not sure because you can get like when i, I think there's also or... you can get yeah 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 you can get like you can get tick like stuff that you rub on them too, but you know, this was but, like, like there's an actual vaccine that's like pretty yeah weird. We oh, ate it, eh? Yeah, it, but it was only good for like a year or something like that. Like, or maybe maybe it's just money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I, that could totally be like the new way of doing it, or maybe just for dogs, it's a bit different or something. Yeah, maybe I I know like the the vaccine. Well, maybe it's expensive too, or I don't know what if they don't give it mm -hmm. to all dogs, or they only give it to certain dogs that are in super at risk areas or something. 
Um, and then they, they just like treat them with the, the medication for other dogs that are lower risk or something. Right. Um, I find it interesting. But I just think it's, it's funny that we have a treatment for. Yeah, well, like I, I saw some when I was working as a I was working as an imaging assistant at the Center for Biodiversity Genomics. Right. Um, at the university here. I took pictures of bugs and like so I take pictures of some ticks, but I've never seen one in the wild or, or if I have, I just haven't recognized it. I know right. what they look like now. So like that might be it, too. They're nasty. Um, yeah, there's a clona i never really saw a tick at like pretty much ever and then um my friend was telling me when we went on that hike that clona mountain like where that huge fire was a couple years ago like because it's all like new growth mm-hmm. and stuff like that like the ticks don't aren't like up high i guess um which kind of doesn't really make sense to me because you think they want to be low to attach onto like deers and stuff like that but at the same time it also makes sense as to why there's so many ticks in that one area and not anywhere else that i've ever seen um, right. and clona obviously, like a lot of animals a lot of animals do chill like pretty high up um, yeah, i guess like birds and stuff like that but, like, i was just thought they were like grabbing onto like grass things and stuff but i guess maybe i don't know interesting i just hate those little things i think they're so gross like ugh. <laughs> i was there's certain ugh. insects that like i've grown accustomed to like you or even like not in insects but spiders like spiders don't bother me anymore oh because i've lived with them for so long <laughs> yeah. like, like i slept in my parents basement for a while and the thing was it was packed with spiders and like <laughs> at a certain point like there are different species of spiders and you like there's the cellar spiders which are like super creepy looking but don't bite right. and then there's like the hobo spiders which are like terrifying looking and do bite and are <laughs> just off and so like i stopped killing the cellar spiders because they outcompeted <laughs> hobo spiders so it's just like okay so this one is okay but they're still like big freaky ass spiders um like i'll still like i'll just like kill spiders with my fingers like whenever like catherine's like freaks out and she's like yeah spider i'll just be like i'll just like smack it with my hand or like squish it with my thumb and that freaks out people but dude i remember that spider that we found at your house on that hot tub or whatever that was like the size of a piece of paper do you remember that thing was, yeah. was it nasty no what no was it? it was like a hobo spider i think or at least that's what i thought i thought everything okay, that i saw okay. in your house was a hobo spider um and something about hot tubs though attracts <sighs> huge spiders because we also found a massive black widow on our hot tub once or beside oh like in God. between the hot tub and the house that's pretty freaky we caught it and make it fight stuff but um <laughs> hold up <laughs> You had an underground uh, fighting ring between. I think I actually remember that. I think I actually yeah, remember. I don't know, like a black widow being in a jar. Just like feed a beetles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We were, we were homeschooled. We didn't know what else to do. <laughs> like black widow versus praying mantis. Oh yeah, man! You ever look up those videos on YouTube? Spend hours on that. Scorpions and stuff <laughs> versus like spiders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Praying mantises, like they are manti. I don't know the plurals. They they fuck things up, don't they? <laughs> uh, they're pretty neat. They like have like the spikes on their arms that can like jab stuff. Oh, was, what I was gonna say though before was, um, stink bugs. And I don't even know what they're actually called because they're like they're like a northern pine, right? Something, but um, or pine cone beetles. I don't know what they're actually called, but um. Those things freak me out to this day. Like there's still there's something about them that like inspires so much fear in in me that like they make me feel like a child. 
don't know what it is. Like spiders, me? nothing but stink bugs. Man, the smell and the like they don't bite. They just smell. They just stink. They freak me out and they fly and they I don't know, man. Those things freak me out. I don't yeah. know what it is. I, I see I I'm the opposite. I could care less about pretty much anything except for spiders. And in recent years I've actually gotten a lot better with uh disposing of spiders. Um like now, like you said, like sometimes mm. if it's small enough, I'll just give it the old one hand whap or whatever. Um mm-hmm. Because, like, I've been there too many times where, like, you run away to go grab, like, a thing, and then you come back, and it's gone, and now your problem's, like, 18 times worse. You're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you're sleeping on the couch for two weeks, and, yeah. Yeah, but, that's um, it. <laughs> have jail time. <laughs> um, when you, yeah, hey, when you no, kill... I've, I've done that. <laughs> when you kill a giant <laughs> spider, like, huh? what? They must leave, like, quite a mess. Like, what the, what the hell happens? Like, I've never seen one so big that it would, like, actually cause a stain or something like do they just explode they'll leave, they'll leave a residue they'll leave like a Ugh. gross like i actually remember what it's called but it's like the spider equivalent of blood hmm. like whatever is like floating around there uh right i don't think they have like circulatory systems they have they have like an open circulatory system so it's just like random goop that just like floats around and that's got to be probably but, um, the same for most bugs right yeah yeah interesting so. gross yeah i don't think i don't think most animals have or most insects have like a actual like veins of any kind. Right. They're just like mostly guts. So is the definition of like blood then like it pumps through a vein through a heart, like like a single vestibule or whatever that I don't know what the definition of it would be like a combination of like a fluid that is that also has like a liquid cell that carries oxygen or something like it's, mm. it's probably it, it might be like a higher um, up thing like hmm. I don't know where blood first evolved maybe like fish um why why fish, fish get pretty why would that be the know. first thing that you thought of <laughs> it's, it's in the water like what what has blood that's like lower down than a fish um I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, th- I think like what what predates fish like like early like not predates fish would be like uh it, like invertebrates. Um right. And I don't think any invertebrate has blood that I know of. I don't think like like lobsters and crabs don't have blood, do they? It's cr- uh, lob- I don't think lobsters do. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a lobster bleed, but. I'm not also a, a lobster, lobster. Like a lobster is kind of like a like a bug too, because it's kind of yeah. yeah I think it is an, like a bug. an arthropod. Yeah, it's an arthropod, so it's like in the same like same category. Yeah, they are closely related to insects. Lobsters belong to the invertebrate phylum Anthropoda. Same with crabs. Crabs oh. are very similar. Um, with uh. Well, like again, like so, like clams and stuff. Same thing. They don't have mm. blood. Interesting. Frogs have blood. Yeah, they do. Frogs' blood. That's yeah, amph- yeah. Amphibians and reptiles and um, birds and like like pretty much most land animals have blood. And then so fish are probably like, like the like, weirdest like, one kind of thing, right? Because they're like that would be fish. I think it... came, like everything came from fish. Like it would yeah, I guess something so. would have been a fish or a fish-like creature. I think that would have evolved blood first damn that'd be so cool that's to know. my is that your final that's answer my, my vote that's my vote 
All right. Gonna guess that that's where blood evolved. But yeah, I, I would say it would be like a directed, like, I don't, I don't know what the definition would be. Does it need to have blood cells? Like, does it need to have like cells that hold on to oxygen and deliver it? Or is it, because I think I like, like bugs have that. Like, I think bugs do have like a, like a fluid Some that kind fl- of... like kind of just sloshes around their bodies, but I don't think they have any kind of, um, system in place they might even yeah i think they do have like pumps of some kind um bugs have uh, pumps (laughs) i don't know (laughs) interesting it depends on the bug too but i know like they have some interesting uh physiology where like they're like i guess not organs but like or like bug whatever a bug organ is um meets their like circular they're like open circulatory system right. they have like an interesting like like transition between those so interesting like anyways <laughs> this is gonna have been a good good conversation about bugs bugs and blood <laughs> black bugs blood isn't that a, that's oh a yeah good, uh, that was what i don't know tongue was, twister yeah i remember that black bugs bleed blue blood is the black, the full, uh, full black bugs bleed blue blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah Saw that uh, video sent me of uh, John Mayer guitar. It's pretty. You're a lot further ahead than I am in that that song. And there, it's it's just been a long process. I feel like I I can play all the notes really slowly, but it's trying to speed it up and be not sloppy is really difficult. Yeah, that's actually something I thought we could talk about. Was just like the process of getting better at guitar without lessons, without any direction, like. It's really hard. <laughs> it is. It is um, very hard. At first, it's easy. At first, it's very simple, because yeah, because you least, just look up chords or whatever, and yeah, and you do have some direction, I guess. And the direction's easy to find. Um, but then it's just like the best way to actually get better, and uh, for the most part, like you basically just have to find lessons online and stuff, or like find like little things, or just learn songs slowly. That's yeah. See, that's the thing to, like, that. I I think it's like two parts, yeah. Like first of all, like when you first learn it's it's easy because you look up anything with guitar and usually there's a chord or there's like a tab. I think tabs you don't really learn anything if you're just learning like where to put a finger and where to push the string essentially, right? Or pluck the string, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um so that makes sense, but as soon as you get into like the chords and then, then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, hey, this is like a a thing that's called G and it looks like this or whatever, right? Um, and then you can just learn that. And if you learn the chords, you can play quite a few songs just like, but you can't actually play the songs, you know, like you, you can mm-hmm. play like the rhythm of the song or whatever, but you, there's a difference between somebody that can like play the song and like picks the notes, whatever, kind of like that neon song, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. you can play, it's only four chords, but it just sounds nothing like the actual song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think you're correct. Like, the only way that I've learned to get better, like first of all, actually studying some of the theory is like really important. I think like knowing why, like w- like first of all, what the hell is a G? Why is it called a G? Where does that come from, right? And that's all from like piano or or like very basic music theory. And then I learned that, and it kind of got a lot easier after that. Like once I was just like, oh, A B C D E F G, and then it starts over again. That's like the whole concept of like having octaves or whatever, where. Like you can play this one here and it's the same sound as this one over here, right? And that same thing is, is prevalent when you're tuning a guitar too. It's just kind of like, 
oh, I can tune a guitar using the other strings if I just play the same sounds and they sound the same. Like that. As soon as I kind of learned that, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, this is not as random as you think, right? Mm-hmm. So I found that to be really helpful. And for that, I yeah, I, I use YouTube videos and then just kind of like some memorization stuff, um, trying to figure out like where the notes are on the first two strings or the bottom two strings, I guess. And then from there, you can kind of play uh, or you just kind of figure out where everything else. And I don't really know them like myself, but I kind of, I can count slowly and figure them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the coolest things that like you taught me actually was the pentatonic scale or whatever. And then I did a bunch of reading into that and then just playing with like backing tracks. And it's kind of cool. Like the sounds that you can create with just like a very simple scale of, of like whatever it is, nine notes or whatever. And it's just, or eight, I guess, pent. Yeah. Five. What is it? Yeah. I don't know. But, but you've always been like, I don't know, easier. I don't want to take it away from you, but you've, you've always picked up that music stuff a lot easier just because like your whole family background and stuff, right? Would you agree? Yeah, I feel like I, well, I was raised with it, so that definitely makes it easier. Um, so like certain things just like I didn't really have to learn. Right. Like um, you did, you already knew the whole eight C, whatever, ABCD major scale, that kind of crap, right? Yeah, and and I also just had a really good ear for it because I was raised singing and singing harmonies and stuff. Um, we had, like, we just developed better ears, and having a good ear really does enable you in a lot of ways musically. That um, is harder because a lot of people, you know, they're they're learning by sight, right. right? I mean, and that's kind of that's how we teach, and that's how when it comes to figuring things out yourself, learning by hearing is a lot better because i mean that's what you're doing is you're you're making sound um so that will come that more naturally right um but i mean yeah i don't know because like if you look up um definitely yeah it definitely helps it definitely helps Mm -hmm. having been raised with it one of the cool things that i saw about like i don't know i think it was john mayer's video or whatever he's just saying Something that kind of struck with me is like, oh, like if you want to learn how to play gravity or whatever it was, um, like don't look at the tab, don't look at that. Just kind of like figure out why, or you can look at that kind of stuff, but f- try to figure out why he's playing that chord or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. like okay, the progression goes X, Y, Z or whatever. Or A, B, C would be a better analogy. Um, but like, why does it go A, B, C? And like, what are those chords? And then I started learning that, and that's where a bit more of the theory stuff came into play, which is kind of like, oh, okay, like if I know this, the key of the song then i can kind of figure out what kind of chords or i can expect to see in that right and mm-hmm. then guitar is kind of annoying because then you can play those chords like five different positions on the fretboard you're just like oh my god yeah. and uh well, that's another thing too about guitar is that like guitar is set up in a very very specific ingenious way i mean it's like there are thousands of different ways you could set up a guitar and ways of mm-hmm. like how you could tune it and what strings you could use and and like how many strings to include and that's that system of having like f- fourths uh, and and a one-third um just makes a whole lot of sense for for a lot of shapes and for a particular style of playing that is the most efficient right um so you, you will notice that like like more you play guitar um more the setup of a guitar makes sense. Um, and there are a couple, like, com- like there's a couple competing, like, tunings. Um, 
but like standard tuning just like crushes the other ones when it comes to just like pretty much everything well, i saw this one it was actually on tiktok again but um it was d it was dad gad d-a-d-g-a-d yeah. whatever so you can yeah, play like cool. yeah play like a bunch of chords just using one finger and one fret it's just kind of like yeah. oh this is and i learned that recently and i was like man it really it kind of is that simple you know like it kind of it's very complicated at the same time like it's it's just a bunch of notes in a you know that's all it is and it's just like oh interesting yeah the guitar player for the civil wars i don't know if you know who they are but Mm-mm. uh he um he plays with dad gad quite a bit and that's where i learned that from um yeah it's a cool tuning um there's also one called like the i can't remember what it's called like the new standard or something that's like um tunes your guitar in fifths like a violin or like a mandolin weird um which i it makes sense in that it extends the range of the guitar because you start lower and you end up higher like your guitar is actually capable of higher notes and lower notes um that's so weird but it like stretches the shit out of your strings and uh it's just a totally different thing so it's like at that point you have to learn like like a g no longer looks like what you think a g looks like right that's right yeah yeah nothing looks the same everything changes see that's starting from zero like when you so i i kind of like read a bunch of youtube or watched a bunch of youtube videos in terms of like um like how to make up a chord or whatever right but even now like if Mm -hmm. i if i don't know what a chord looks like i just look it up like i'm just like i'm I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. sit there and kind of be like okay well this is this and the only time i've ever done that is when i'm looking at a chord and it's like b over like a or whatever and then it's basically just mm-hmm. like you play a b chord with a bass note being an a i think right and mm-hmm. that was the only yep. time that i've ever really used that knowledge to be like oh this is maybe the chord looks like that but as long as i find a bass note with one finger it's fine but do you right. like is that do you do exercises like that where you look at a chord and then you kind of like break it down and kind of see or is it you just kind of don't really waste time because you know what it is already um so when i'm learning a song um I, like i have a pretty good knowledge of what most chords look like mm-hmm. um but uh sometimes i will try to like try to make it myself um and if it sounds right then i'll use it but a lot of the time too like a chord, a chord will have a particular voicing too where it's like the order of the notes make a difference because whether you're playing the third um close to the the um root note Right. Like whether the the distance is an actual third or it's or it's actually an octave above hmm. um, makes a difference with the voicings as well as like how many thirds you have or how many fifths you have because a guitar is six strings right right um so you're gonna have doubles sometimes see that um, that's like a step of music knowledge that affects above me <laughs> right thirds the fifths um, and all so that yeah, kind of vo- stuff right so like voicing is a big thing too when it comes mm-hmm. to chords so certain chords will sound better than others certain shapes of them right yeah with caged like you'll have yeah so you'll have like um five different right cage right five, yeah, yeah five different shapes that do the same chord so you can create you know a, a, a minor sixth chord let's go with that mm-hmm. in five different well you can actually do more than five different ways because you can play it up higher on the neck and you can do you can use less than all six strings and right. make even different different <laughs> variations um you can just use four strings um but um uh where was i going with that just like yeah voicing is important and um 
Yeah, so like sometimes I'll look like if it if it's a particular song and they have the the chord um, written out, right. I'll try that. Because um, if you look on like Ultimate Guitar or whatever, a lot of the time they do have the chords specific that yeah they have like the yeah like, like with the, the taps, taps or whatever yeah I use that and that sounds sometimes way better than obviously what's baked into the things above it yeah and sometimes they don't like they don't necessarily label those correctly either they're just like mm. something that they've tried to figure out because a lot of a lot of musicians don't even necessarily use like proper like they won't like oh this is a C sharp right. But might not be or whatever. They'll 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 actually, yeah. They'll they'll make like a weird voicing that might have something else in it. And then the person making the song, like writing out the song, will be like, "No, eh, it sounds kind of like a seven chord." I don't know. That's um, one of the coolest things too. That um, not that I just learned or whatever, but like when Dave Grohl or whatever, I think you told me this, but he learned the guitar like via the drums or whatever. Like he just picked the guitar in bass notes, which would be like kick and stuff like that and then as he wakes up it's towards a hi-hat or whatever is that am i making that up or is that uh, <laughs> uh i didn't tell you that but it oh. sounds right it's interesting and uh i think i think i maybe maybe i saw a video on him that that said that but as soon as i heard that i was like man are you kidding me like how like I, it does make sense right like you have a bass note especially actually in neon with the the bass note that's what your thumb's doing you're trailing the guitar mm -hmm. just playing the bass note and as soon as I, I was like oh man that's you start looking at it in a different way it's not just like all six strings it's kind of just like oh well, this is probably just going to be like the bass note of whatever it is um which is really cool like when you look at a bass it's just the lowest four strings or whatever yeah depends on the bass but right yeah um i think chad atkins is the guy who kind of like or, well he, it's probably been around way before him but he popularized the whole idea of like playing the bass like all the bass notes on yeah mm, like in a song like on a guitar or whatever string. Yeah, right. on a guitar, um, and and using like having a particular style, finger picking style, right? That would, um, that would kind of structure the guitar in such a way that you could play all these different parts, right? Together, and that's the other freaking part of it is you've got the left hand, which you can learn the theory or whatever, and then you've got the other hand, which is like a totally rhythmatic and just like, and it's just like oh my god, like, and then you've got the percussives as well, like. Oh, it's it's such an interesting instrument to me. Like I I love the acoustics too. Like you you can get those um, percussion going, and you can get the slaps going, and and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. Like I really I don't know. It's such a cool instrument, but it's definitely frustrating. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's frustrating anytime I'm trying to do something challenging because you get you get into a groove of doing what's familiar and you kind of feel confident about it, and then you try learning something that might sound super simple, and you realize that it's super complicated. Yeah, well, uh, again, with Neon, use that example a lot because that's what I'm practicing on right now, mostly. Right. Um, but it's kind of like a song that, I, you know, you just talk about or whatever, and I know that you tried playing it a long time ago, and it's just kind of just like, oh, well, if Jude's going to try that, like, I'm not at Jude's level, so I'll just... And then I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to look up a YouTube video yeah, of, like, it. how it does, and, you know, you try it, you're just like, man, this is impossible, like, with the thumbs and all that crap or whatever, and then you just kind of keep you just kind of keep being shit at it. You just like suck and like mm -hmm. days go by and there's no progress. Maybe there's like a little bit of, it sounds kind of similar to almost one thing or whatever. And then now that I look at the progress that I made, like, I don't know, after a couple months of learning it, it's still not close to being like really good, but it's, it, I am learning. Right. And you don't really see right. that progress. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was above my skill level too. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so like, I mean, the first day I was, I decided to learn and I spent a few hours just learning all the notes and learning, like learning the order that it goes in just the main part, like not, not the chorus or anything. Right. Um, and, uh, got to the point where I could play all the notes in a row at like ridiculously slow speeds. And you mean like, like you um, find the chord and then you hit like top string, middle string, da, 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 da sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Like I could make, look, I memorized the chord. Right. Shape. Yeah. And memorize the order of strings and, and the rhythm of it. Mm. Um, and then after that, it was just slowly, slowly, slowly speeding it up. Mm -hmm. Well, if you could do it slow, you could um, do it just a little bit faster and then just a little bit faster. And then yep. eventually that's kind of how it works. Yep. Took a metronome and sped it up that way. And um, that's the best way to do it. Um, and w so I tried actually put a metronome out last night or just online or whatever, 116 beats per minute, I think is what the song's at. Um, and like, it, so it's going dut, right? Like just constant. How, mm -hmm. like, do you pick a note every single time it hits or is it like different? Like it's not quite that simple. It's kind of like you pick three notes in one timing sort of thing or how does that measure? Um, it, de it depends like uh, with a metronome, like, uh, you probably won't want to put it at once, like at the full speed. Oh, I right just trying it out. Yeah. Way down because yeah. that might because that might be your problem is that you're you're trying and not being able to even click into the right. You have it's kind of more of a feeling like you just feel the speed of it. But each of those taps, that's like a new note you're playing. Like that's the, that's the idea of the metronome is that each time it clicks. It could be if you uh, were. Like the thing is, you can put as many notes into uh, as short of a amount of time as you want. But, right. Um, but generally, like the, if it were written out, which I believe John Mayer has done, actually, mm -hmm. he's written it out. Um, it says, like, it's in. I think it's in four four. Um. And. If you like, if you look at the number of the amount of notes, if you were to add up all of the timing of it, will will count up to four quarter notes. Mm. Four, because what the four four means is four quarters. So with metronome, if you're putting it at sixty beats per minute, that's sixty quarter notes per minute. Mm. Interesting. Um, and you can use that to figure out. So, like, it would be one note per click. If you had written a song that was one note per click, but not all notes are the same length, and and there's rests and stuff that change right, right. that mess with the the rhythm. Right. Okay. So it's not like it's a thing where 116 beats per minute means that they're doing something 116 times. Like it's just kind of just like there's that's the speed, and like you said, there it might be changed in certain areas, but it's just kind of like a a. That's like what you would tap your foot to, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. gotcha. gotcha, gotcha it's gotcha. just a tapping foot, and it's telling you how fast to tap your foot. Gotcha. Whoa, that's fast. <laughs> yeah. 116 beats per minute. That's crazy. And so when you slow it down, you kind of, like, because I find when you listen to music or whatever, you can kind of go, like, one, two, three, four, or you can kind of be like, one, two, you know, you could kind of like half it or whatever. Yeah, that's right. right. So, like, if you if you want to be cutting it down, like, you can say one and two and three and four. Mm. Um, that can be helpful. Two or uh, one e and a two e and a three e and a four e. 
cuts it down even more. What's next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One yen. I usually go smaller than that. But, um, Fair enough. Yeah, and then there's like triplets, which are a little bit different. Right, still, da, da, da. So. Right. Who like when you were learning guitar, was there like a person that you like looked at a lot on YouTube or is it just like kinda a lot of self study and just kinda everything? I didn't learn guitar first. I learned violin. Right. So that's where I learned to read music and then I learned mandolin, which is where I learned learned chords, and I played mandolin and jazz band, which is where I learned how to read music and and play. Um, and learn more complicated chords and learn that kind of timing stuff um because i was playing with a band right right um and then after that i learned guitar so it was more just applying what i'd already known mm. uh, to guitar and then i slowly slowly like because i was playing guitar exclusively just became better at guitar than the other ones right um but to, i mean to, to this day like i still if i'm wondering about the technique of a particular thing i might look it up on youtube mm -hmm. Um, there's a guy on YouTube named Paul Davids. Yeah, like I've seen him a lot. My, he's the best I've come across in terms of just like holding your attention and sounding really good. And the quality of his videos are crazy high. Um, he actually has a course I was thinking of paying for. It's a couple hundred bucks. Um, that's on like Udemy or whatever. Yeah, I, li I like him. He's like Swedish or something. Or yeah. Norwegian, no, he was, he's I actually. Mean. I I've watched him quite a bit. The guy that I watch, uh, who kind of explains a lot of like like especially those triplets and usually like over soloing and whatnot, just kind of like how to use certain things, different areas to sound good without being good at guitar mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, <laughs> that's like the title of most of his videos. Uh, but his name is Sean Daniel. He's he's got some pretty interesting like beginner friendly kind of uh, mm -hmm. videos to look at and just be like, well, if you don't know how to play guitar but you want to sound like you know what you're doing. It's really not that hard, right? And you kind of show some chords or, or whatever, just like um, things that fill the space, you know? So it's not just like G, A, B or whatever. It's it's more of a right. whatever the hell it is. That's something that I've been constantly trying to improve on too is like transitioning between chords with like filler, you know, in between. Right, yeah, yeah. Because um, I find that's what really kind of sets out. Like that's kind of like the difference between learning the chords versus like learning the song, right? And some of it's just kind of fun to like noodle around. You just kind of like picking random notes. You're like, oh, that actually sounds kind of cool, and just figure out what that mm -hmm. is and whatnot. Man, that uh, like, okay, this is one thing I find really cool about like instruments too. Is you can be so young and be so good at it. Like, you don't like you can just practice, and eventually you got like kids who are like super good. But like even in high school, when I like, was there like a lot of pressure that you? like put on to like learn that kind of stuff or is it just kind of just like you just practice a little bit every single day and that was it or yeah i, cra I practiced quite a bit also because i like i wasn't actually at actually at the skill level i should have been because <laughs> mm. like i was basically learning an instrument in a high school band right um which i mean you know it's not high school bands aren't that tough but um but it's definitely foreign like it's and it was a lot of complicated chords to be learning very quickly um, right. I was in jazz band too. Plus it's so jazz, a lot of so it's like <laughs> fancy stuff. Yeah, lots of flat fives and uh, right, eleven chords and stuff. Um, so it was yeah, it was tough. Um, and I had to like work out all those because like mandolin is also not as well uh like voiced as a guitar. <laughs> well, not as well like described online either. Right. Yeah, mandolin. <laughs> like I had like I had a little like chord book that was helpful for some things, but. 
Why did you pick the mandolin? Um, cause okay, so I picked the mandolin because it has the same tuning as a violin, so I would uh, still know all the notes on it. Oh, um, but I wanted to learn. But I wanted to learn how to play chords. Right, right. And, and a violin, you can't play chords. It's just one note at a time, sort of thing. Yeah, you can play two, uh, as well, or you can even play three if you like press hard. But right. Um, but it's way harder because you're you. Uh, there's no frets on a violin, so you have to mm, it's a actually. Note, exactly. To know exactly where the note is, um, which oh. is hard to do with chords because you're you're pressing multiple uh, strings down, so you have to be listening very intently. It's a good instrument for learning right. um, intonation. Um, so that's why it's good for kids to learn. So, like, if you apply the same principle, like in math, where like if you throw a dart, like at two points, you can always cut that line down, like infinitely. You know, like you can never mm -hmm. find an exact place. So, so is there like notes that like a violin? Like a violin can play essentially every single thing in the world, right? Like, because it. Yeah, sorry. If you think of a, a guitar, the frets essentially, in, in in your language, they would it would quantize. Yeah. Scale. It can only have so many. It quantizes the scale into semitones. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a with a violin, you can play. Well, with a guitar, technically you can play every note too because you can bend strings. But right, right. Um, uh... with a violin, um, with a violin, you you have to get every single note from where your finger is. So um, that's why uh, vibrato becomes really important because that, and that's that like wawing effect right. of like, that's when people play um, mm. violin um, because it moves the note around a little bit so that your ear doesn't actually really ever settle. Right. And it takes the average of the wawing. So it's like your net, you can never be perfect. So you kind of use that to average. And so you wobble it around and it, <laughs> and it makes it sound better. I, I mean, that, that it's also just sounds nice and, and, uh, right. And it, and it kind of has particular effects, but so like, a, you, you don't always wah, you don't always do right, the trills, yeah. but, cool. but um, vibrato I mean, is a very important part of violin. It's wah all the time, baby. Same with, it, it is with singing too. I mean, it's with singing vibrato is the same idea. Yeah, I guess singing is the same thing. You, you have a, uh, of any kind of technically any possibilities at your finger and i guess with the guitar too if you're bending stuff that that changes stuff too but and if you listen to like hindi music like they they have scales that actually have more notes than ours do um which is why they're they're like singing sounds like pretty crazy to us because they're all over the place right but it's all there's a method to like the they actually, sort of thing. yeah they actually have quarter notes so like they have some like ridiculous tonal control in their voices Jeez. Well, wasn't there like a thing that we watched like a long time ago with this guy on throat singing and he was like on America's Got Talent or something and the judges just like <laughs> shut him down, but then you're just like, no, no, no he's yeah. like actually so good. Like, uh, yeah, it's tube and throat singing. Yeah. That guy was like, he was like a master of tube and throat singing. They were like, <laughs> because he like dressed like a crazy fucking person, he's like painted his white face white. They were just like, this is dumb. They like sh shut him down. <laughs> But then you're like, just like, we don't like that. this. <laughs> like, no, you guys are so idiots, so stupid, so, so much talent. Down uh, the okay, that's, that's a little ironic, but um, yeah, totally. Totally, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, um, that's a really cool skill too. Is that um, you can kind of like even harmonize with yourself if you get really, really good at that. Really, is, that's cool. There's a, yeah, there's a girl on YouTube that does it that uh, she'll like sing all she sings oh, shit. And, and is able and able to like she'll, she's able to like sing two notes at a time whoa that's cool melodies that way and it's yeah it sounds really really dope 
that it's really hard to do. Um, you, it's, I mean, it's two, it's two completely separate abilities that you've paired together. Right. And you've gotten pretty good at both of them sort of thing. It's gotten good enough that your brain can do both of them at the same time, which is ridiculous. It's crazy. Which is, again, like that whole back to like that practicing kind of like way at the beginning. You pick up something and you have no idea what it is, but then you kind of just... You just got to kind of go for it, you know, and just kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, I remember bar chords when I first started, they seemed like yep. impossible, right? Like, and even just like mm-hmm. playing some chords or whatever, like your fingers don't hit like the, the right note. So you're muting some strings accidentally or whatever, right? And like now when mm-hmm. I play it, there's like nothing, but I don't know what changed really, you know, but like my body or my fingers or just everything has kind of changed slowly, but like just over time, right? Yeah, that was a your pointer and your thumb have become a lot stronger. Yeah, and that too is <laughs> a big part of it. And and it's actually kind of funny too because like when you pra- like when at least when I found when I practiced, I never really got good during practicing. It was like the day after, like once I go to bed, and like once I wake up, and like once I kind of like sleep it through or whatever. The next day, then you yeah. then you're playing. And like when I was learning bar chords, that was the coolest thing um, because. It was it was very uh, obvious and like I and I kind of realized it right away. I was like, man, I can't play shit right now, but I was like, I'm just gonna keep going and maybe tomorrow if I just like try it again, I'll get better. And then I like wake up and the first thing, do it. And you're just like, you're a little bit better. And you're like, whoa, like this is interesting. Like your brain is like learning during sleeping. Like you're just kind of like giving it a chance yeah. to catch up and process. It's like whoa. Yeah, fine motor learning is like play a major part of sleep and is noticeable. I noticed that with a lot of things. Actually, you know that like what I noticed with that more than anything was that st- stupid game Flappy Bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like it's so so hard, right? And it was it drove people crazy, yeah. but if you every day you'd be a little bit better. Just a little bit better. Noticeably yeah. better and eventually just clicked. Yeah, you get into like a rhythm forever. and just like, man, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. And the second you think about it is when like you mess up, but like if you just kind of yeah, totally, totally zone out. Yeah, that was great. And I still have that game on my phone. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it's the only game I have on my phone. Oh, really? I, I, I haven't played yeah. in a while, but... Yeah, I remember, like, seeing some of my friends' scores be, like, 500. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it takes, like, 40 minutes of, like, tapping yeah. to get, like, that far. I was like, holy shit. You got some crazy... Yeah, it becomes a test of your... <laughs> just, like, your endurance. Yeah. Patience. Exactly. <laughs> Man, that guy that made that game, holy... What, a, what an unfortunate story that happened to him, eh? Just, like release this thing got super popular and then gets death threats in the mail and like starts getting all this shit like hacked and stuff like and there's a weird story too because and i like i question like a lot of aspects of it because like he came out with an after he removed flappy board he came out with a new game afterwards that was just as hard it was actually harder um <laughs> i don't think it was, thing, it was, was like this little, due like, to the hardness of the game not so it was because th- people like hated it. I thought it was just because it was so simple, and people were just like, like the game, like like it like I guess it is imp- it's impossible. Like, you can't win, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. somebody wrote that game uh, like like years later, or whatever, in like I don't know five lines of JavaScript code or something like that. It's just like yeah, it's like yeah, it's pretty it's pretty simple. I'm like man, that's that code that this guy wrote just generated him like hundreds of thousands of dollars like crazy ad revenue and all that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 
big tangent. I wonder if he still makes revenue from the people that still use it. Because I know, like, he took it off the ad store, but anybody, or app, the app store, but anybody that had it downloaded could still play it, which is why I can still play and you can still play yeah, it. Yeah, he probably does. Um, I hope so. Maybe unless he just doesn't monetize it. I don't know. Like, if you, if you see an ad, I think he should get credit for it if he still has control of the account or whatever. I think, I think that's how it works. Mm. I really don't know. But. Must be pretty cool. Part of history. Thirty-five years old. This guy, anymore. huh? Maybe it doesn't have ads anymore. I don't, it could also be a thing too. Or it's mm -hmm. just like screw it. I don't want ads. Yeah. Yeah. You playing any games recently or no? So, I have not. Um, mostly just because like I've become very picky with the games I play. Yeah. So expensive um, now. Expensive, like, yeah, but also just like I don't know, it's mostly a waste of time. Like if it's not something that I'm really enjoying, right? Um, so like certain things I'm like super pumped for, um, Elden Ring. I don't know if you've been following that at all. No. There's nothing to follow, and that's like it's become like a meme. Is that like <laughs> it was announced? It was announced a year ago. Yeah. And there's been like radio silence, but it's it's a. Uh, Oh, it's uh, a Souls game, Namco, right? And it's a Souls game, but it's but it's written, written by, by George R. Yeah. R. Martin. Right. So it's like, it, oh man, it's gonna be so cool if it ever comes out. I wonder if they're gonna try like to do that, the, the like thing where they my list. like, because a big thing that I have a theory of mine is like, well, it's not really a theory; it's just kind of like true. But when you hype a game up so much and people are posting and posting, and posting, you have such a high expectation of it, right? So that mm -hmm. you, it's almost impossible to meet like those expectations so i wonder if they're they're purposely not putting anything out just for the fact that nobody like overhypes it and then when it finally does come out people want to hype it up whatever but you don't have that like you haven't seen previews you haven't seen updates you haven't seen what you think it should look like right right well too late man the, like if you look at the at the elden ring sub subreddit like it is it's really funny because it's mostly just people talking about how like, like upset they are that there's no information on it. But they've cre they've started creating their because there's because there's been no like concept art or anything. People have been creating their own lore, oh creating gosh. their own bosses and stuff. Like they've like people are have started like making it themselves. Oh jeez, so funny. I'm just um, looking at it right now. It's hilarious. It's really funny. What was your inspiration? Um, Oh jeez, <laughs> this page is at Gong Show. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that if it ever comes out. Um, Cyberpunk. I'm yeah, Cyberpunk. Pumped for. Should be a good one. I hope it's as good as it. It's got a lot of hype, so I hope it's good. Um, I would hate to be a game Demon developer. Souls is getting re Yeah, true. Oh, sort of. I like I, I like the idea of it, but not the yeah, not the pressure of it. And like, yeah, exactly. Um, Demon Souls Souls is getting a remaster. Which I, that's the only Souls game I haven't played. Mm. Um, but it's for PS5, so I'll have to go PS5. Oh yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> of course. Um, so that looks that looks cool. Um, yeah, I thought about getting Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, have we'll you see. played like um it's a game that i got for the ps4 it's it's kind of like a samurai souls game called um Sekiro? 
Yeah, sorry, what was it one more time? Sekiro? Sekiro, yeah, 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 Sekiro, yeah, yeah. Have you played that? Yeah, yeah, I beat it. Because it, it, I've, I've beat all the From Software games because right. they're my favorite. Damn, that so game, that's, that's, that's another game where you have to, you get better at, like, kind of over so time, hard. right? Like, you yeah, totally. suck. And yeah, you, couldn't you... Play, you couldn't beat it in the first day. No. Because some of the bosses, some of the bosses are just impossible. Fucking ape. I, so see, I, I only got to, like, not very far, because I, I'm of the same thing, where, like, I hate wasting my time or whatever, and I really do like the game. It's just that, like, I don't mm. have that time to play it, so I play it so infrequently that I would lose all those skills that I just learned. Yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. And it's Sekiro like, oh. was also, like... Sekiro was also, like, more frustrating than <clears throat> any of the other games, because it had that other mechanic of, of like, blocking, and that right. just... It's so hard to master. It's yeah. so, so hard. And then you have to do it for something, um, so you just can't not do it. Yeah, and, like, you can try to get away with not, like, building that skill for a while. Mm -hmm. And then there's certain enemies <laughs> where, like, you, you can't get past them anymore. Like, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's a, yeah, that's a tough, tough game. I was, like, pretty done with it by the end. Compared yeah. to, like, the other Souls games where, it's like, I'm so excited for every boss. I'm just, like, oh, right, right, so pumped. See, I get I get excited at the idea of facing those bosses, but even like Dark Souls, like I never really faced any bosses. Like I just I just loved playing it, and I got pretty good at it, and just kind of mucking around, doing my own thing. And then every single time I'd face like a real boss, I'd be like, man, this is tough. Like, do I really want to commit yeah. the four or five hours of straight gameplay it's gonna take me to beat this thing? Of like, eventually, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bloodborne's my favorite, um, and also like probably has the hardest. Well, the DLC has like the hardest boss in any of those fucking games. Um. But, uh, yeah, it, well, they are, they're also weird because, like, they start out harder than they end up. Like, you, right. it actually gets easier as you go. Which makes sense, um, because you can only master mechanics so many times, right? Like, it's just, and I think yeah. it's that same practice, well, plus, right? like, plus, like, the worse you are, like, the stronger your character gets. Oh, really? Um, which is a nice, <laughs> well, because you can, like, you can just, like, grind for a while, and you can just, like, get really strong. Oh, I um, see, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. not... Which was not something that could happen in Sekiro, which is why like Sekiro was so much more frustrating because you couldn't grind ever. You just right. had to like, they sort of could, but you, it wasn't as easy. Yeah, what what was their uh, mechanic for that? You could just like get, I don't know, you really couldn't like it was like you to get to the next thing you had to do the thing. It's just like well, <laughs> like at the first boss that you've encountered, like the first little guy, like I got killed by him like a hundred times. For it. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what the hell's going on yeah. here? I think like Dark Souls three was probably the easiest for me. I don't know why. Like it might not be the case for everyone, but it seems yeah, I don't to be the most um, accessible. Plus, like with Dark Souls, they had like the the um, like uh, mechanic where you could get help. Right, right. You could call in those whatever they're called saviors or whatever. Yeah, like praise the sun. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. That was such a cool mechanic. Like that. That was a great mechanic because like that really did make it easier for people that couldn't do it oh i use um, that every single like, time on the gargoyles <laughs> like i i had it on ps4 and like couldn't like i didn't have internet <laughs> <laughs> so you're so, playing like, it raw most of the games i yeah i had to or bloodborne for instance like i had to play without any of those mechanics right but i think they had it too um but, uh, yeah interesting well yeah what's what are your what are your like top games Oh man, that's such a tough question to answer. I uh, so this like is the thing. 10? 
Oh, top ten, man. I oh, top top probably like top five. We'll start with. Um, All right. Uh, or like Grand Theft Auto Five. That was a really good game. Just like in terms of the amount of hours. Like that as I, far as like. Yeah, as far as like like scope, like that game has more detail than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, and I um, like played... I couldn't even like I actually couldn't get into it because there's too much detail. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's too there's too much like just quality in every aspect of this game i can't even find any direction <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i sank so many hours just like the, the game like not even just the um storyline or one aspect of it right? it's kind of like what you're saying right it's just like everything mm. is just so much fun like i just had such a good time i probably sank like 300 hours into that game like just over uh the span of that um Number oh yeah, you actually you like you'll you'll just like find someone playing tennis, and then you'll just like sink like five hours into <laughs> yeah, playing tennis. Exactly. They're like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I, I can do such like a, so much more interesting <laughs> things in this game. Why am I playing tennis uh, right now? Where you find like a BMX, you just go do tricks for like, like seven hours, just like man. <laughs> or just or just doing the complete opposite of what the game is for. You just go follow the rules in a car, and you just like <laughs> like you're just driving like a normal person. Um, which is even harder than actually breaking oh, the rules yeah so uh, hard to drive like a legally like <laughs> legally in that game and if you had like online too like because i had for the pc so you get all the custom service stuff like that man there's like uh, right. there's like entire like role play communities like there's hunt like oh man i know people that that's the only game they play it's just like oh my god like that's dedication to the game uh number two what would be number two um, I really like Breath of the Wild. That game is pretty fun. And I hate campaign games. Mm. I absolutely don't like... Like, I'm a very competitive, like, game player, right? Um, and so, mm. like, anything with the storyline, I don't really follow. Like, for example, I don't even think I beat Grand Theft Auto V. Um, I actually didn't beat... I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I didn't beat Breath of the Wild either. <laughs> um, but I just like... <laughs> it was just such a beautiful game to play sort of thing. Um, you like the sandbox? Yeah. And then, like, number three, four, and five sort of thing would all probably be, like, like League of Legends. I just sank the most of my childhood into that game, for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just because of the competitive aspect and just the... It's at that same level of mastery, right? And then you get addicted to the whole grind of, mm -hmm. like, getting from bronze to whatever rank they have. Uh, and then four, you know, StarCraft, same reasons. And then uh, five would be, like... I don't know, like Warcraft three again. I just spent, or I guess okay, sorry, mm. false that. I'll switch that one up for like Maple Story or something like that. Like you know, just like games mm. that changed my life. You know, <laughs> just like spent so much time right. yeah, grinding yeah. those games. Like, I it can't not be in my top because I would still even from time to time, man. I still will download that game and just kind of like check it out. Just kind of walk just around. Just like a stuff. safe place. Sorry. Yeah, Maple Story. Like it's just like a safe place. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> same music, like. Yeah, and Maple Story's like got a, got a special spot just because like it's it had such an awesome like amount of world to explore mm -hmm. in so many varied areas. Yeah, like, that's what got me like just like the depth and I've always been like super into exploration. Right, exploration and combat are kind of like the things I look for for the mm -hmm. most part, which is why I like Dark Souls and Bloodborne is probably is like my favorite game of all time. Right. Um. Same with uh, Link to the Past. Oh, yeah, that's a good game. Um, that's one of my favorites too. Um, and then yeah, like Maple Story is up there. Escape's um, gotta be somewhere. Ever played? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, but RuneScape's kind of shit. That's the problem. Is like RuneScape's like, RuneScape was a huge part of my gaming life, but man, it was shit. <laughs> yeah, looking back. Um, but uh, no, the other uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, have you ever played Inside? Mm, I don't think so. That game is really, really good. Um. And it has some of the best atmosphere of any game I've ever played. Uh, mm-hmm. As does Hollow Knight, if you've ever Hollow played that. Hollow Knight, that's... I think I have it, but I don't know if I've actually played that. Too. Um, that's a killer game. I love roguelikes. Um, any roguelike is is a good game for me. Uh, have you ever played Hyper Light Drifter? I think so. Yeah. Another one of my favorites. Um, Fez is also super good. I've seen a bunch. There's of that. lots of like indie games that I really like. Um. Halo is like like all the Halo. Oh, like yeah. Halo three, I guess, probably was the one I played the most. Halo two and three, like those were just life changing. Yeah. Person shooters. Totally were. I remember the um, first time I played those at your house. Yeah, that steel copy of I Halo the first two. Time... Yeah, the first time I played Halo two, I was like, I was like gifted. I was good <laughs> at it, and that's like that's probably why I like it so much because I was good at it. Yeah. I, like obviously, like now if I. If I play online with anybody, it's just I'm just terrible because like yeah, that's like the know, biggest people, thing that people online are, people killed. have changed. Like yeah. people are so good now. Well, they they just um, they it was back when like just, just back played. when nobody had Xbox, like nobody had games as often. So like mm-hmm. I was the only people I competed with were the people like around me, so, like, yeah. my brothers and you. And you're gonna be the average of those people like, anyway, or better. Like you're the best, yeah, exactly. or you're the worst, but, but like. Like you're okay, you're pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. It, like my brother had one friend that was like really that was a lot better than me because he had Xbox Live, so he could right. like, practice and get really good. Yeah, um, I found that was but, like, very apparent in the Smash in... Bros community. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> those guys go hard. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was another one. Actually, Smash Bros was another one we played so much <laughs> of. Probably embarrassing so amounts. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, I bet if you actually, like, if there was, like, a tally function of, like, oh. all the hours I've played, like, all the Smash Bros. We die. Like, We're gonna get up there. It'd be, like, yeah, it'd be too much. It would be, un, like... <laughs> it would be, like... Unhealthy. Be probably, like, a, Definitely close unhealthy. to a year of just, like, probably not. Maybe, yeah. like, half a year. Like, just something, like, hundreds of days. Probably, like, yeah, like, a couple summers worth. Oh, yeah, something dude, 100%. Like, like, like there's some days we would play for lot. 17 hours a day like yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah brawl we played so much brawl now the newest one that came out is amazingly good but it's yeah. less people get the switch and less people do that right so it's a lot mm-hmm. harder but man yeah, I love last, that game last Nintendo console I had was a Wii so yeah never got a Wii U or a switch alright we got yeah. 5 minutes left alright and I gotta jump anything else you wanna else you want to cover i don't know that pizza game. what do you what are your opinions of pizza pizza <laughs> what is my opinion of what pizza? belongs on a pizza what should not go on okay you know what you know what i am i'm a huge fan of the uh simple like italian style like margarita pizzas man if i go to some place mm-hmm. and it's like a nice pizza joint, i'm getting the margarita pizza because to me it's like a it's a way of like uh tracking um like a baseline, you know? It's like, okay, everybody everybody can do a margarita pizza, so I can go to this place figure out which one's better. Same with, like, chicken sandwiches at fast food restaurants, man. I yeah, Or honey true, mustards. True. Honey mustards, man. Oh, man. Yeah, totally. The honey mustards. Something that, better. yeah, every restaurant has in common that you can just, like, <laughs> make. 
Yeah, you just kind of like What's your honey mustard rank? What's your rankings for honey mustard? Oh, number one has to be... Um, ooh, I gotta... It's definitely not Wendy's. Wendy's has one of the worst honey mushrooms I've ever tasted. Uh, KFC no, has man, a really Burger good Burger King. Burger King is the worst. Oh, Burger King is Burger it doesn't, King it is... doesn't even taste. It doesn't even taste like honey mustard. It tastes like pineapple or some <laughs> shit. It's awful. Uh, um, yeah, KFC is. You're really right. Good. KFC. KFC is a killer honey mustard. Dairy I don't know Queen, not bad. What they do, but they do it right. Dairy Queen's got a good honey mustard yeah. yet. McDonald's Triple O's is, doesn't actually have it. McDonald's has like hot mustard. Yeah, McDonald's. I, like it pisses me off every failure. time because I get. I know, it's like, hey, can I get honey mustard? Yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> you get the bag. Of we hot have hot mustard, mustard <laughs> and we have honey. Yeah. Why do you guys have honey, <laughs> yeah. not honey mustard? Honey is way more expensive than honey mustard. Have you ever made uh, uh, honey mustard just by combining honey and mustard? It tastes great. It tastes more like honey mustard than like honey mustard does. And yeah, dude, you want you want like. Can I amp that up for you? Yeah. You throw a little bit of mayo in there too, and some uh, and some. The secret ingredient is lemon juice. Ooh, a little bit shit. of lemon juice in there. What did you do? You're basically a, you're basically a KFC level. It tastes similar. Damn. It's, it's like triple O's kind of thing. It's really good. Check that out. But yeah, those are probably my top five, top five honey mustards. That's, that's pretty good. I like yeah. how we uh, are also kind of at the same levels of honey mustard tasting skills. So. We, we kind of all yeah, agree. True. Well, it takes a lot of practice. Yeah, it does, man. I've had. <laughs> we've we've both had a lot of honey mustard in our day. We're both a little bit like we're we're sauce whores. Like sauce whores, yeah, yeah. We like our sauce, true dude. Not. We like sauce. Sauce me up, baby. Honey mustard me up. All right. I think that's, I think that's what, a good place uh, to end. Good place to end. Yeah. Uh, this is a good place to start and end. I think. Good place to start and end. Yes. Next uh, podcast will be about um, sauce whore life and uh, how we came to be here. <laughs> We're not. I'm excited. <laughs> Let's. We should. We should grab like some some fast food next time and do like a little honey mustard off or whatever. Ooh. What about like, like best? Okay. What about like best non fast food honey mustard? Ah, that's that's a lot of time and effort. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you <laughs> you bring a. Hmm. Okay. Here's what we'll do. You'll message me what your favorite not fast food honey mustard is. I'll buy it and I'll message you what my favorite non fast food honey mustard is. And then we'll compare them. Oh, I hope we can get them. Oh, true. Cause... True that. I guess, yeah, maybe. Ah, okay. We'll, we'll edit this part out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Yeah, either way, we're eating next podcast. Mouthful of food in the mic. It's going to be great. Good. All right. Yeah. Sauce horse out. We'll get some ASMR. Like... <laughs> yeah. Only fans. That's for our only fans, dude. Don't, don't give them that. Oh, true. That's, that's just a free taste. <laughs> yeah. All right. Until next time. Sounds good. Talk to you later.